Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Awaken Your Business podcast. I've got a nice topic for you here because so many people get into personal development or spiritual development for really at the core one reason that's to feel better i mean we're all going throughout our lives um dealing with certain challenges achieving certain wins building relationships seeing where our heart's taking us all those different things but really fundamentally a lot of us just have a mission to feel better we have a mission to feel i guess more connected to have more joy to have more peace right so these more lighter emotions can be more prevalent in our life um, alongside you know the reasons why we like to give and the reasons why we like to make a difference is ideally because of how it makes us feel and so I thought I'd create an episode um, that's pretty spontaneous because I'm in the middle as many of you know of designing a workbook um, for some of my clients and some of the people in the serving circle and I've noticed certain patterns that are going to help with the journey of feeling better. Um, and so I've created a concept uh, called the avoid and attach paradox, and also a concept and a distinguish between the mind's happiness and your heart's joy. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about this and how it can apply to your life. But I'm sure many of you are in the, in the, the struggle of wanting to feel better, but feeling like you're not getting anywhere no matter what you learn. And I think one of the reasons why this is, is because part of psychology and part of uh, personal development is the understanding of what resists persists, right? We all know that what we resist, like a, like a, um, a finger trap, the, f- the more we fight, the, the, more, you know, the more resistance we get, the more harder we fight, the more challenging it is. And it's sort of very similar internally when we resist something it it tends to expand and that's very similar when you try and feel better but in doing so you resist and judge and avoid the opposite we'll call it the opposite it's not really the opposite but we our minds perceive it that way because if we're trying to feel better we're like oh cool let's make that a goal and all of a sudden you create this resistance and all of a sudden you start judging yourself and you're trying to really avoid feeling sad, feeling anxiety, feeling confused, feeling all these things that may come up on the journey. And what we know is what resist persists. So sometimes when people get into personal development and spiritual development to try to feel better, they actually, you know, as a byproduct, they start feeling a lot worse. And not because they're doing anything wrong, it's just the model in their mind has shifted to where now they're starting to resist and they're starting to judge and starting to avoid 
feeling not happy, right? That might be sad, it might be anxiety, it might be depression, it might be confusion, it might be shame, whatever whatever comes up. Um, and then also, while you're trying to avoid certain emotions, you also energetically attach yourself to certain emotions as well. When you're feeling bliss or joy or peace or whatever, contentment, whatever you have as quote-unquote the goal, you can actually start attaching yourself to these emotions. It might be wrapped up in an identity if I'm a happy person and I just need to think more positive. And, um, you know, this, this can actually start to break down your relationship to those emotions because not only are you avoiding some, but you're also attaching to other things. You know, another analogy I can use is if you were to uh, if you were to find yourself in a new relationship, let's say an intimate relationship, and it's you know the first few dates you've gone on, but this other person is really clingy, like they're just they all of a sudden they just fall in love with you and they just want to do everything with you, and all of a sudden you're they're trying to win your attention, they're trying to win your approval, and they just don't want to do anything by themselves and. They just love you so much that they they cling to you. Question is, what's your relationship to that person going to be like? Is that a relationship you want to pursue? Probably not. There's something uh, not attractive about you know this clingy, this this um, you know codependency. It's just it's just it's not very attractive, and it's kind of very similar. You can think of that in the way of your emotions. If you're very clingy to certain emotions it kind of makes them more fleeting it kind of makes them you know standoffish a little bit you know hopefully that that analogy lands but it's kind of what's going on in my mind regarding your relationship to your emotions and what i call the avoid and attach paradox are you avoiding emotions or are you attached to certain emotions and it's a paradox because you're trying to do it to feel better but in doing so it actually allows them it actually allows you to feel a lot worse because the things that you don't want tend to expand and the things you do want uh, tend to be a lot more fleeting and a lot more uh, elusive we should say so there's some questions right here for you just to start off with if you were to breathe deep really feel in and notice your relationship to your emotions. Notice what model of the world you're coming from and say, where am I avoiding or judging or resisting certain heavier emotions? Or where am I attaching, clinging to more lighter emotions? And just start off there. Just really start off with uh, developing a level of awareness to see where it is you're um, where, where you are on this scale. Because obviously, the, the paradox is when you let go of both, when you let go of your judgments, you let go of resistance, you let go of avoidance of certain emotions, same, you let go of your attachments, you let go of this clinginess to certain emotions, what happens? This is the art of surrender. This is the art of 
just deepening your level of trust that no matter what you feel, it's what you're meant to feel. And what if you went through your whole life just being okay with feeling what organically comes up? Where you're just, you're just the channel that it comes up and flows through. If you lived your whole life, I know it's not attainable, but just hypothetically, if you lived your whole life just being totally okay with feeling whatever comes up, you were just as okay feeling sad as feeling joy. Just as okay feeling anxiety as feeling bliss. What if you were just as okay? And then you just welcomed it and allowed it to flow through you. What would your life be like? It's an interesting question. What would your life be like? What would your relationship to life be like? The way I sort of see it is who and what you are is not those emotions. They can flow through you because there are certain things that we learn and there are ways in which we grow. There are ways in which we expand by feeling the wide variety of emotions on this, uh, in, on this planet. And when you start to just let the feelings do what they need to do, as a byproduct, you're going to come back to closer to who and what you really are. You come back to closer to who and what you really are. And who and what you really are at your core is love. But it's not because you tried to achieve love. It's because you just feel that way because it's who you are. And this comes down to the, the next concept. The mind's happiness versus your heart's joy. Think of that difference. Think of the difference. Think of how you feel and how you operate in life when you feel love, you feel bliss, you feel oneness, not because of something's happening outside yourself, not because your life circumstances match your, you know, your mind's expectations. It's not that your circumstances outside you match or exceed your mind's expectations but simply because you feel this way because it's who and what you are. Think of the difference. We all know what it's like to have our external circumstances meet or exceed our mind's expectations. We all know what it's like to um, find that relationship, to have you know money come your way, to win a prize, to get a promotion, to... You know, have something happen through to you throughout the day externally where you're just like, oh my God, that was awesome. This is, this is a beautiful part of life. We want to welcome and accept that as well. But there's a very big difference between something externally happening and your mind perceiving that's where the happiness comes from compared to your heart's joy of just being. Your heart's joy of just this is who and what I am. Who and what I am is connection. It's love. It's bliss. And it's more comes from this bottomless pit that's almost connected to your soul. It's like this bottomless pit of, uh, of bliss that just flows through you, of love that flows through you, rather than coming from this temporary, fleeting, external circumstance. That's your mind's happiness versus your heart's joy. And I want to offer you a bit of a, uh, I guess, internal reflection, an internal uh, inquiry, we'll call it, of just where do you sit in your relationship with life? 
are you trying to achieve something because of something external? Are you thinking that's going to be your source of happiness? Or do you feel like who and what I am is joy? Who and what I am is love? If you can feel more of that, I my hypothesis is that it's it'll it'll come more and more from a place um, that's an endless pit. Think of think of it in a way. Think of when you access this, you know, you you enter this action of yourself where you feel this deep humanity. You know, it could be through of service, through giving, through doing something nice, through a cause. Like you feel this deep humanity through people. Or maybe you feel you're walking in nature and you feel this oneness with nature. And it just goes more than just observing this external thing, but it's, I feel this within me, right? It's like, I feel this life force that flows through me and and through all things. Think of that. That's kind of what I'm feeling into here when you tap into this kind of I am presence. It's, it really is a, a, a joy that flows through you, not from anything externally, but because of who and what you are. So feel into that and think about what your life will be like if you operate from there more often. This is, these are the two concepts I think um, many of us can take on board. can take on board one, the concept uh, of the paradox and really just seeing where am I attaching myself to emotions and where am I avoiding emotions? So ask yourself, the avoid and attach paradox, where do I sit? And where do I sit in my paradigm of the world for my mind, my mind's happiness compared to my heart's joy? What is, where do you sit with that? If you can start to be more aware of that throughout your day and more aware of that throughout your life moving forward, um, I think it'll provide a lot more, um, I guess a lot more, it'll yield a lot, a lot more results in terms of how you feel because organically you'll tap into who and what you are rather than trying to achieve an emotion. Hopefully this helps. If you want to uh, engage in the serving circle and uh, really start collaborating with soul-centered entrepreneurs, finding ways to collaborate with your content, with your referrals, with uh, you know getting on more, on more platforms, I'll see you in the serving circle. I'll see you on the collaboration call if you can join. And uh, reach out to me if you have any further questions. Hopefully this helped. Be more aware throughout the day. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships So together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.